Ahoy there, passengers, and welcome aboard the dinghy. My name is Nick, and alongside with me, as always, is my good friend Art, and we shall be your captains on this voyage. Today we'll be talking about gateway games in anime, and later we will re- is our review for Interspecies Reviewers, episode 4 through 6. So sit back and enjoy as we set off. Oh man, and I'm excited for this journey. Well, excited is a... Uh... You know, it's a stretch, but I'm excited for this topic, though. It's going to be a fun one, especially for, you know, if people, it's their first time listening to the podcast. So that happens a lot. Some people, you know, podcasts are usually a la carte, so yeah. they listen to episodes they want to listen to. They're not going to go in order usually, but I'm excited for that. And then, of course, excited to talk about uh, species reviewers a little more, see what we got for you guys. And, well, I guess uh, without further ado, without delaying, shall we start with video games or anime, Nick? What do you want to do? Um... Let's do video games, since our review is an anime, right? Okay, yeah. Then why don't you start us off then, I guess. What's a good gateway anime that you recommend to, like, newbies that have never played a video game or, you know, have played a couple mobile games here and there, but just, like, a brand new, brand new gamer? What would you recommend? Well, for video games, it's really depending on if you're, like, a first-person shooter type of person or adventure type of person but i right. feel like the mario series is probably oh, yeah. the number one stop for anyone right like it has absolutely mario kart it has the 2d mario adventures and it has the 3d mario adventures and mario odyssey it just has everything for at any age range really like it's easy enough to pick up if you're like six years old and it's fun enough and challenging enough for a 25 year old or anywhere in between so really i think there's a reason why mario is such a big uh franchise i guess and it's because it has like such a big scope of games from racing to adventure like i said but they're all fun and offer something to the table of enjoyment yeah absolutely i mean that's a that's the obvious choice right that's a choice that everybody just goes to no matter what and i i would agree with that that's a it's an amazing choice i guess uh for me i'll start off with a a newer game i guess well newer in terms of uh you know you can probably pick up now Mm -hmm. i would say animal crossing the i think that's uh an easy game for gamers to get into especially new gamers i think it's just a simple game that you just go in there you know you do your things you know you you build your little town you build your village and it's so basic so simple that i think anybody can really get into it to be honest i don't think it's um it's harder but i know like i I said newer because i mean the one for switch right now because you know right right now switch is the one that's super hyped and everybody has a switch now so i think Mm -hmm. that'll be a super easy one to get into and not only that a switch is also very portable so you know if you're um a college student or a student in general and you have to commute with a bus or the tracks it's even better take the switch on the go just have it right there and you know just play on the go but that, that game is super like it's not it's not my cup of tea when i played it it, yeah. it was like i enjoyed it for 
I think the first three months, but I acknowledge the fact that I I know that everybody else and their mom loves this game, and mm-hmm. I think you know any a new gamer especially can get into it. And it won't be hard, like you said, because if you're a brand new gamer and you try to play an FPS game multiplayer, I think it'll be extremely challenging because everybody's gonna be wrecking you the whole time. Right. So um, I think a game that's like a single player, or you can play with like a friend and co-op. You know, I think it's a mm-hmm. it's a good starting point for for new games. Yeah, like. I feel like um, Animal Crossing and Minecraft are pretty much Ooh, in the yeah. same same category because it's a literally it's just build your world type games, right? Sandbox, right? And like, I I, I was kind of like you, like I enjoyed it up to a certain point, but like when I <laughs> so <laughs> like the people who I had played it with really love animal crossing and so i'd go over to their like islands and they went hardcore and oh man so they got terraforming before i did and they're way more creative than i am and so when i would go over to their islands they had awesome islands and everything and then i'd go back to mine and i'd be like okay well this is my island i guess and oh man and yeah all of them would be like oh don't compare yourself to them and it's like well i'm not creative in the first place right like the most creative thing yeah. i'm doing is building this podcast with you and that's like just us <laughs> talking right so like i can't yeah. i can't build an island or i can't build a minecraft world like just from scratch and i know some people yeah. can but i i just can't do it but if you are a creative Absolutely. person, I think those are definitely two of the big games that could get you into gaming. Yep, good point. Yeah, I'm not I'm not creative either. When I play Minecraft and I join some of my my friends' worlds, and I'm like, how in the hell do you think of that house? It's a beautiful yeah. house. I'm over here. I have that square house, you know, with the roof, and the roof like having like a triangle shape is like my creative choice that anybody can do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not creative either. It's unfortunate, but yeah, I'd literally <sighs> do the like three by three blocks in survival mode, and just wait <laughs> until daytime. Like, I, I'm not even gonna bother fighting monsters. And at that point, it's just like I'm not. I, I might as well go play something else, right? I guess yeah, that's yeah, fair. That's me. I'm not very creative. All right. Well, what about another game for you, Nick? Or should we go? Video game, anime, video game. Let's just stick with video no, game for just, now until yeah. we... Yeah, let's just stick yeah, with video game. So, I want to say Call of Duty. <laughs> like... Oh, no. Uh, okay, but hear me out. What was okay. your first... Like, like what was your first semi-game? It was probably like Halo, right? Right, yeah. yeah. And for kids nowadays, that's going to be Call of Duty. Like, okay, yeah. Like, there isn't a big Halo. And I only say Call of Duty because there are people out there that are naturally good with hand-eye coordination, and that's basically all what FPS gaming is, is hand-eye coordination compared to other games. And so... Yeah. If you're good... If you, like, play sports or something, like, it is going to be a weird analogy. Like, if you play sports or if you do anything with your hands and i feel like first person shooters are going to be your best bet because if you're not creative like me if you don't have time and a main thing is is time right because some people don't have 
all day to go play a video game and call of duty is literally you jump in play like two rounds of five five minute games right and then you need to hop off and go do whatever else it i can't think of other game other than the creative games that we just mentioned that is are similar to that so yeah fair enough yeah so that's why i'd say call of duty but make sure your mic and communication settings are off that way no one can (laughs) (laughs) no one can talk to you because oh my god call of duty man yeah it's it's toxic the same with overwatch and just shooters in general right usually are toxic yeah honestly i miss sometimes i miss it like we we come from we come from xbox right and we we came from Wild Warfare 2. And it's just like every lobby you go into is just people just laying into each other, right? It, it, it's just no, a way man. of getting, like, like you could just do whatever you want, essentially. And I know there are some people that just take that, like, way too far and are just legitimately assholes. But yes, in some way it had its own charm, right? Like, yeah, you go in and it's just like, you hear someone just make the funniest like insult or whatever and then you just sit there and it's just like okay well this is a friday night like yeah it's true good times yeah i miss those days those were those were good and we all miss them i promise you that i guess for me i'm gonna go back in time um but this is I'm gonna categorize this into one big uh, franchise. So if you're mm. brand new to video games and you have an Xbox or PlayStation or a Switch, even a PC, I guess. But I doubt if you're gonna get into video games, your PC is gonna be your first choice. I don't know why. I just can't see that happening. Yeah. But so if you're brand new to gaming and you try and you don't even you know you have no you know knowledge of controls at all, I would say the Lego games franchise. Um, any of yes. them. If you're a fan of Harry Potter, fine, get the Harry Potter. If you're a fan of Star Wars, get Star Wars. If you're a fan of mm. the Marvel movies, it's everything, you know? Yeah. I'm just saying, if you're a fan of whatever, get that one. So they're so easy, and they get harder over time. As you get better at the game, they get more challenging. I think it's a great way to start your gaming career because they're very basic games, right? You just It's just Legos, you know, It's especially if you're... If you're a parent and you're trying to get a kid into video games, I think it's a great game to get started, especially because um, it's like I played Lego Indiana Jones back in the day. I wasn't a big fan of Indiana when I was a kid. I didn't I didn't watch Indiana Jones, but then I played on um, the game Lego game. Mm-hmm. So then I wanted to watch Indiana Jones. Okay. So that's how I did that. So you can even do that. Your kids don't like Star Wars, make them play the game, then they watch Star Wars. Yeah. But I think uh, Lego games are super easy, super basic, and you know they're, they're pretty fun. Like they're not. It, you know, not, they're not going to waste your time because they're, they are a fun game with good comedic beats. And, you know, if you want to get really into it, you can always go back and do all the stuff. You have to collect all the little blocks, you know. It's it's an amazingly fun game, and I would recommend that for, for starters, definitely. Because, you know, it, like I said, it's not a multiplayer game. Like I said, it, you know, I'm not doing multiplayer games, I guess, so far. But I think... Yeah. Uh, Lego is just, it'll, it'll be easy enough for you guys. You know, take your time. There's no one pressuring you on the mics like Nick said with like, Call of yeah. Duty. It's just going to be you at your own pace. So just take your time with it. And, you know, of course, like I said, if you like Harry Potter, they had the Harry Potter games. So even more of a reason to get it if you're a fan of uh, whatever series you're going to go for. Yeah. That's just my opinion, of course. And they're really funny. Like, at least the old yes. ones are. I haven't played any of the new ones, but 
I remember yeah. Lego Star Wars was one of my first Xbox game or Xbox 360 games that I ever played. And yes, I remember I still played that up to probably like a year before um, the Xbox One or whatever it's called came out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and oh man, they're they're funny. They're hilarious. They're it's literally turn off your mind and just go have fun. And it's couch yes. co-op. And oh, good point. Good point. And it's. Like, if you have a brother or a close friend that you guys just want to, like, play a game and just relax, you're right. Legos, the Lego series of any franchise is really good. Like... Yes. Like, I, I've only played the Indiana Jones one, the Star Wars one, and the first Batman one. But... Okay, yeah. All of them are really good. Uh, I played the Harry Potter one too, but yes, but yeah, yeah, like you I, said, yeah, for sure. I mean, like it—it's just, and it doesn't matter your age too. It, it's kind of like nope. the creative um, Minecraft and whatever. It, it, like you could have fun if you're seven or twenty-five. Yet again, so does not matter. Yes, yeah, I I agree with that. That's a pretty good call out. Good, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, but I played um all the Marvel ones, of course, and I played uh, the Batman one, like you. I didn't play the Harry Potter one, but I did play the Indiana Jones and the Star Wars. And yeah, they were all amazing games. Especially like I, I bet right now the one that's gonna probably sell the most might be the Marvel one because Marvel's just you know so in the the zeitgeist of everybody. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, all right, Nick, what what else you got for um for um gateways? For gateways, so. This is probably one of my first games I ever played, and it's the Crash Bandicoot series. Oh, man, you're getting crazy. That's right. So it's kind of like Mario, right, but not. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I had a PlayStation 1 when I, I was a little kid, and I had the first, I had Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot 2 and I think I had 3 and then I had the one after that where it's like a bunch of mini games I forget what that is like Nitro or yeah, something like that and then I had that, yeah. Crash Team Racing and 4 Ooh. of those 5 games are now <laughs> available on current consoles and your PC and honestly like Crash Bandicoot in my opinion at least the first 3 games are better than Mario. Like, in my opinion. Like, I had way okay. more fun in those games than I ever had playing a Mario game. And, I don't know. It's nostalgic for me, so that might, that may not be, like, a good call for, right. for introducing. But there has to be a reason why I fell in love with this game. And a lot of people have fallen in love with the Crash Bandicoot series, or else they wouldn't have remade the first three and remade Crash Team Racing. So absolutely, in my opinion, I it's kind of like Mario, but it's a little bit harder. Would be the one thing I would say. Is it's a lot harder, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot harder, but the level, the levels are shorter, 
and the themes are way awesome and it's just one of those games where the story is alright but if you're looking for a game to give you a somewhat challenge I think it's a good game I think you'll have more fun in Crash than you would in Mario depending on what Mario you're playing okay yeah um but yeah that that would be my call like it's probably nostalgia but I do like the Crash Bandicoot games yeah I mean absolutely I mean I'm in the same boat where I played uh, I had the PS1 and I had PS2 when I played uh, I played Twin Sanity 2 of course and the old Crash games and the old Crash games you know when they remastered the new one I did go out of my way to buy a PS4 just to play the Crash remastered that's how much I cared about it Mm -hmm. and I'm the reason I'm saying that it was way harder because I was playing it and, I, and it was pissing me off. <laughs> the game is hard <laughs> as shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause like I went into it with like the Mario mindset of like you know I'm gonna I'm gonna speed run through this whole shit so easily. Oh boy, yeah. oh boy, was I wrong? No. So yeah, this is definitely um, a game that's gonna it's gonna help you a lot. It's like if you beat this game and you go out and you go out of your way to play Mario, that's gonna be nothing to you. It's gonna be so easy. Because Crash is definitely a harder game. It's um yeah. If you if you want to test how good you are, play Crash. All of them, especially, you know, like he said, there's Crash Racing as well. We have Mario Kart as well. But if you fall in love with Crash, play Crash Racing. It's it's a great game too. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, that's also a good call, Nick. Hey, thank you. <sighs> all right. Well, I'll go to my last one then. I guess we'll do three each. And okay, okay. For this last one, you know. It's um, if you're into like if you if you're trying your hardest to get into an FPS game, so like Overwatch, Call of Duty, you know, especially right now with all these, uh, you know, you got Apex and all these fucking battle royale games, mm-hmm. I would recommend playing Portal, just the first one, and then Portal Two then if you want, but Portal One is super easy and basic, but it gets harder, and it has the controls of an FPS game, so if you're trying. To get, because I know if you're new to FPS games, like I've had my sister play Overwatch a few times, and it's horrendous watching her play because she had never played before <laughs> an FPS game in general. Yeah. So it's horrible. So I think this game can get you really used to the controls of how you know first-person shooters play out because it's the same controls. You know, you use your left stick and the right stick to move the cameras and the and player at the same time, and then it'll be easy at first. Like every other game, as you get as you go on, it'll be harder, and it's gonna require more hand eye coordination. You have to be fast, put the portal somewhere else really quick. As you're in the air, you know you gotta move your character faster and faster. So I think if you're trying to get into an FPS game, I think Portal's the way to go. And then Portal yeah. Two, you can play with your friends, you know, and even better as well. So someone, especially if someone, and maybe if you want to play with your friends instantly play portal 2 then and have somebody that's good at video games or you know that has experience with video games just help you learn the controls in portal 2 instead that's a good way to do it as well yeah and portal is one of those games that everyone in the gaming community knows and loves oh yeah no one hates portal um (laughs) yep and it's a funny story there's funny quirks to portal that kind of keep you going you know like not everyone's a puzzle solver but i would agree yeah true that portal is fun enough and entertaining enough to continue playing even if you don't like puzzle games like i would agree with that and like you said 
it the setup for the controls will definitely help you if you want to expand into like Call of Duty or Battlefield or any of those games that are first person shooters. I would right. agree 100%. Like you have no pressure of basically anything. Like it's a single player game. You go pretty much at your own pace and you're learning and having fun. So, yes sir. I would totally agree. Yeah. All right, perfect. Yeah, let's um let's move on to anime then, shall we? Shall we do 3 each here as well? Yeah, we could do 3 each. Okay, go ahead and start us off. What's an anime you'd recommend to uh, the newbies out there that are getting into it barely? All right. So, obviously, you would pick, pick like a My Hero, right? Like like My oh, Hero yeah. is probably <laughs> one of the biggest animes and it's so like the premise behind it is like so simple and it's so easy to follow i feel like and there's characters throughout that show that no matter your background like if you're like coming into anime or if you're old to anime you're gil like at least someone in this show so yeah like I think that's like the most bare bones like entry, right? Is my hero academia. Yeah. Plus you could always say, um my favorite show is Bocano and then pause after that and see if they say P- <laughs> Pico. Oh my god. <laughs> and then you could say hero instead, so like Good Lord. So you got that in your bag if you if you watch that first. So Yeah, I don't know. What what's your opinion? Do you, I mean, yeah, it's obviously a a good mainstream anime, right? Yeah, it's the mainstream anime to recommend easily. If you didn't say that, that was gonna be my first choice as well. Yeah. I it's so easy to recommend, especially right now. Like I said earlier, with the whole Marvel thing still happening, we, heroes are just so big right now. Comics are just so big. Like hero in the base cinema is huge, so it's pretty much the same thing, but just in anime form right like yeah you're right it's like hey look you, you like, like this stuff? you like the hero stuff well here you go here's uh the japanese take on it and it's it, yeah it's like it's a recommendation man back then i would always recommend other shows but like now my, my hero is the go-to you yeah. have to but, like it, it's so easy. especially if yeah it's so easy to talk tell him to get into that one yeah well All right. the I only problem first one. Oh, the only problem i would say about my hero okay. academia is if you don't like action in anime, this Ooh. one probably won't be for you. Because there are people that watch anime and don't like action. Kind of like people who watch movies and don't like action movies, right? I would, That's a very good point. I wouldn't recommend this one. Instead, I would recommend something later. On Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, my first choice, I think what everybody's thinking is, oh, I recommend Cowboy Bebop. I wouldn't. Okay, because mm-hmm. listen, if you're gonna get someone into an anime, you gotta get them into the Japanese like mindset. Okay, Cowboy Bebop was essentially made for Americans, for us yeah. here in the Western style, in the Western side, and so I would say don't recommend that one. I would recommend uh, Samurai Champloo. Okay? okay, that one is a better show in my opinion, anyway. But I, it was by the same director, Watanabe. So 
has the same music beats, the same good characters, the same good everything except not Western. It's all Japanese. So I would say let's recommend this one instead and let's see how they like it. Because if they're going to get into this whole, you know, Japanese cartoons, why not recommend them a Japanese a show? Japanese Don't one. recommend them a, like a Western kind of show like Bebop. doesn't make any sense in my opinion, of course. Mm-hmm. But... Because, like, Samurai Shampoo is a great show. It's episodic like Bebop. You know, you can just be like, you know what, here, every day after work, you're eating, watch two episodes, call it good for about two weeks, and you're done. Yeah. That's how you do it. And I think it's, uh, yeah, you can digest it easily enough. So that's my number one. It's just, it's, a, it's an easy pick, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's also one of those big animes that everyone knows and everyone has seen. So, yeah, like if you go to like some convention or is talking to someone that likes anime, you could bring it up and they'll almost guarantee you like if they've are quote unquote like an anime fan or whatever that they've seen it. Right. Like everyone has seen it. Yes. So it's a good way of starting up a conversation about anime. It's it's a good gateway conversation, if anything, too. So I would agree. I would agree. Like, I like, um, yeah, I, I, Bebop. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a better call than Bebop because mm-hmm. Bebop is yes. uh, has a was it the Evan? What that, do you mean? that one anime that everyone loves. <laughs> oh, Evangelion. Yeah, it has that. Uh, but everyone loves it but it's to some people it's just so boring because it's so monotone like that's why i don't like evan langalia or whatever yeah like i can yes. never pronounce it that's why i don't like <laughs> it like i know i know people love love it and they say it's such a masterpiece but is it right. a masterpiece if you're falling asleep like if some people are falling asleep like sure it's good <laughs> and it's not for everyone but yeah, summary shampoo is, a, I think, is good enough and action filled that if you like it, and it's a good enough roller coaster to get you through. Yes, sir. The only problem like is, it doesn't have an ending, does it? Uh, it does. It it ends. Oh, it does. Oh, I thought. Yeah, it's an it's an original show. Yeah, it, it ends. I thought it stopped. No, it it ended. It didn't. It didn't end the best, like you know, like I guess Bebop had a more conclusive ending, but it, this does end indeed. Like you know, the whole goal of mm-hmm. Fandry, uh, the whole goal of the show was you know reached. I'll say yeah. that. Okay, maybe you've probably been watching since you watched the yeah. show, huh? Yeah, it's yeah. such a it's a sh- such an old anime that I've oh never yeah, seen it, so I would, yeah, not a problem. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, What's your next recommendation, boss? From my next one, I would say Toradora. Like, if you, like, so we have two action-filled animes as our number ones, right? But the whole reason why I got into anime is through romance. I don't know why, but anime has like one of the best romance. Like, they're able to do romance way better than any other form of media i feel like and i don't know why that is okay yeah and i'll admit it 
I like romance anime. Like, and Toradora yeah, is definitely one where I feel like almost every character is a good character. Like, you might s- see annoying characters. <laughs> and if y- you know yeah. who I mean, it, it, the one girl, right? Um, yes. Good lord. Yeah. But that just helps you set up for other animes that have the exact same tr- like like people essentially because it seems <laughs> yeah. like every romance anime is a copy paste nowadays but when i yeah, first watch romance anime it's definitely fun like it, it, it's a definite like oh i'm gonna watch the next episode now kind of thing yes um and kind of like like the episode before like i said the well never mind i i won't i won't <laughs> say <laughs> cuz i think i just spoiled it but it it's a good enough animation that it feels like it's timeless as well like oh yeah it's kind of an old anime but it's like sh- it's done so well that you wouldn't know if it was coming out today or if it came out like seven years ago it's that good you know that's insane you mentioned that it came out in 2008 i cannot believe that that is insane yeah oh my god all right nick i hate that you brought it up because that is old yeah that's uh but you're right it looks good though it looks fine it looks like yeah it's timeless it aged well uh you know brian just watched it recently and yeah he's a big fan of it he didn't like the art style but you know how Brian is. He's a little bitch, so we'll ignore him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's your cousin, for, so. <laughs> yeah. We'll ignore him. For my next one, I think it's, um, you know, for me, there's three main genres of anime. Mm-hmm. And that's action, romance, and the last one is comedy. I think those are the three main things people come to anime for. Okay. And, of course, after you get into those you can, you know, go to your subgenres, but right. the next one for me is prison school, because okay. I think if I recommend somebody, you know, we have the One Punch Man's, we have the Konosubas, right? But it's mm-hmm. those are so much like making fun of themselves and other genre and other shows that you can't recommend it just yet unless they're into the anime sphere. Right. So I would say prison school has a more of an, you know, it has. It gives you the taste of what anime is. It has the ugly faces. It has the ahigao faces. It has yeah. peeing on people, you know? <laughs> yeah. the, the whole Medusa, everything. It's like, it's beautiful. The show, I think, especially for um, Americans, where we're used to this ridiculous kind of comedy, like kind of like American Pie kind of bullshit, right? Yeah. I think prison school is it. Like, you know, I hope, because like, I, think, I think most people, if they're going to get into anime, they know it's crazy and funky. So hopefully they're not too turned off by it, but I think Prison School is um, a great, it's a great comedy to just get into. It's, it's funny as hell, and it's going to, you know, you're going to want more of it. And hopefully with that, you get into other comedy genres, of course, but it's, it's so funny. Everything about it, you know, the voice acting's great. It's like the character was like, has like a, like a one inch face and this humongous head. Yeah. It's, so, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely introduces like crazy anime tropes that like (laughs) are throughout other animes that like kind of do it seriously but like 
yeah. it does it in such a funny way that if it's your first time dipping in, it you're gonna laugh at it. Like you're gonna have oh, a yeah. good time. Like no matter what. Yeah. So I agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Nick. What's your next one? All right. So like you, I'd put anime into a three. Maybe a fourth would be slice of life, but I don't think anyone does oh, yeah. slice of life as their first like like anime, right? No one watches slice of life. So unless it's part of the romance, right? That's yeah. It, yeah, but that's normally attached. So I'll right. go with the comedy as well, and I'll do one of my favorite animes of all time, which is Nichijou. I feel like Nichijou is kind of is kind of the same thing where all it is is little skits of three friends doing random things in school <laughs> and it's just bizarre stuff happens to them like <laughs> like oh my god yeah like the principal wrestling with a deer outside <laughs> And, like, no one sees it except for one of the girls. And they're, like, having a wrestling match, essentially. And, and it's just crazy, quirky things that, like, especially nowadays, like, look at our memes in the United States. They're just random stuff, you know? Like, stuff that doesn't <laughs> even relate to each other. And Nichijou is literally just an anime that is one meme after the other. It's just oh so God, yes. funny. And, like, now that, like, probably, like, six years ago, I would never recommend this as, like, a starting anime just because of how random it is. But now that, like, everyone's, like, comedy sense is let's be as random as possible, I feel like Nichijou <laughs> takes the cake on anything because it's... Like, like I said, it's like seven minutes of basically a random skit and then followed by another seven minutes of a random skit. And it doesn't follow just the three girls. It follows almost the entire classroom. And everyone yeah. has their own personalities and their own little, like, stories that go through on throughout, like, the season. So, yeah, I, that's one I would recommend. Okay, yeah, that's a good choice. I mean, I agree. The show is absolutely hilarious. Like everything about it. And first of all, it's QAnon, right? So right. they animate these show these scenes with so much animation that they didn't need to, but it's it just makes it so much better because right. just QAnon being QAnon and going out of their way to animate everything to five hundred percent just makes it everything so much funnier. And yeah, they go above and beyond. And such a funny show. And yeah, you're actually right. Like a lot of the jokes that you have here are kind of kind of western and so. Cause it's just so random and stupid, but it works. It's like it's perfect. So I yeah. mean, absolutely. All right. Uh, I guess for my last one, man, it's rough because this is a this is a romance genre, and okay. you know I want to recommend Spice and Wolf. I want to recommend you know uh, Made Summer, but right. I think I'm gonna go ahead and recommend Clannad because hey, there we go. Clannad is just a show. That for it, it came out in 2007, so it's um you know it suffers from the big eye syndrome that people don't like, mm -hmm. but you know what? It doesn't matter. This is anime right here, guys. If you're gonna if someone's gonna go out and watch anime, well this is it. This is some of the art style you get sometimes, especially it was made in 2007. Once again by Kyo Annie, 
and it looks great it looks good but more importantly than that the story is great and it's yes. good because it actually follows like you know it, it follows an actual couple throughout their life and then clenad adds their story if you if the person watches clenad and they like it they'll in you can tell them you know clenad is the funny part of it but after stories when it shit gets serious that's when yeah. you know you, you want them to see it and shit gets real so i mean clenad is good already but ha- you know rarely ever is the after story or the sequel better but clenad is the after story is better i'm not saying clenad's bad clenad is amazing it's funny you know just having you know when tomoya tells um his friend to how to how to approach that girl he's like okay yeah. you have to go up to her and do like a you have to bull in front of her right or squat in front of her as you confess yeah. to her and it, it's so ridiculous just stuff like that but it's such a good it's such a great show like it's so it's timeless too because once again when kill annie touches something it's gonna age like fine wine it won't matter mm-hmm. because you go if you go to this now and you watch an episode and you watch an episode of the seasonal now guarantee this anime looks better still without a doubt yeah except of course there's going to be some ex- exceptions like the dish dragon maybe just also kill annie looks great so you can't compete with that but these mm. run of the mill people studios that do like 10 shows in one season they just they can't handle it so kill annie's just you know my goodness i always go on and on about kill annie but they are just the best there's, n- there's no one better than them in yeah. in the industry yeah kill annie is definitely my favorite studio and by far they treat their employees way better than anyone else you know <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. like it's not even close kiani is head and shoulders the best like just for that reason but yeah I mean, you're right. right like clan ed like you look, go back and look at an episode just pick any episode really and you compare it to like every other anime that comes out like this season or even next season it's good oh, enough to be on a scale compared to them like oh yeah and to add a, to add on to this this anime is the anime that got me into anime <laughs> to be honest let's like, go baby like it might just be because like i said i like romance and i think anime does it the best <laughs> but yeah but like you said, the first season is it nothing crazy happens, but it's funny and it's serious enough that will give you a couple of laughs and like it'll make you want to continue watching. Um and then after story, like you said, is just drama essentially. It Oh man, yeah. Like, the only bad part about recommending Clan Ad is you're recommending the peak of the mountain. Like, everything else is below Clan Ad. So you'll never find, in my opinion, you'll never find an anime, romance anime, that will be as good as Clan Ad just because of the things that they do in it and how Afro Story improves everything in Season 1. So... I that is true. Definitely recommend Clan Ad to anyone who wants to get into anime. Yeah, and another important thing to mention is uh, Nagisa has two supportive parents, which is also very rare in anime. Yeah, usually they only have one. 
and like they're not just supporting parents they are hilarious and they add to the story like uh. they are not just there to be oh yeah they gave birth to her that's all they're useful for no they support her and they support uh, tomoya as well like how you know parents do in real life you know uh, that's the one thing anime sucks at is doing parents but clanad does not suck at it they do it well oh man yeah. it's so god, god damn it i want to go watch the show now yeah <laughs> clanad literally does realistic everything like realistic parents realistic situation realistic like just day of school the only thing that isn't really realistic is the one girl's pig being allowed at school you know her pet pig like (laughs) that's about it that's the only weird thing about clan ad but everything else from like the comedy that the two friends do to each other to the romance aspect to how her parents interact and how they interact with each other is just awesome it's it's great so good yeah so yeah i can't speak like other than the monogatari series clan ad is definitely my favorite anime so i agree it's it's up there man it's probably like the best romance okay Let's get into um, another great romance, shall we? With interspecies reviewers. Let's do it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what a transition. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Well, as you guys know, we're going to talk about episodes four through six, as Nick said in the beginning. And um, let's continue where we left off last time, I guess. Where I'm just going to go through it again since, like I said, podcasts are a la carte. People are just going to jump in wherever they feel like jumping in. Mm-hmm. So genres are comedy, edgy, fantasy, sources of manga, Studios such as Passione, as you guys know, crazy studio. Sure, twelve episodes long, so just two more of these episodes, and you know we'll do something else, of course. Rated R, my own unity. But um, yeah, let's get started. So Nick, episode four, you jumped <laughs> right into it. You know, yeah. what'd you think? <laughs> um, <laughs> so episode four, I thought was a turning point in the series, where I was like, oh no, the show is not as good as the first three but the moment the moment they go downstairs and they're talking to the the lady who like is in front of like the weird room cage thing and he's like (laughs) he's like does that mean i could have you (laughs) and she's like (laughs) so the the angel is like, nah, I don't want to be here, and so she leaves. And so the three are like going to like some great battle. I busted out laughing. <laughs> I was good lord. I was having such a good time just laughing at this stupidity of like the other three characters that I was like, okay, well, this show still has funniness in it, you know. After like the whole controversy with episode three episode four is definitely funny just because the interactions with everyone and then like all the pig people come down and there's like thousands of them (laughs) (laughs) and they just like kick the three guys like the three main characters out of the room so they can go with the pig guys is so funny (laughs) it it made me laugh so so much it's so ridiculous uh, I mean, one hundred percent. Yeah. So, episode four definitely was, in my opinion, the funniest out of the like three that we're gonna be reviewing today. Like, <laughs> just from like that scene, 
Like, other than that, I don't really remember too much of episode four. But how about you? The only thing, I, so so episode four, we got, you know, I, I guess we didn't mention it last time because we didn't really care. But I guess, you know, we got some, you know, the, the main guys, Duncan and Elf, they're pretty overpowered. Like, yeah, they are fighting. <laughs> they are one shotting these things, you know, like, yeah, they're like one shot, insane. like monsters that are like huge and stuff. And, <laughs> and their their only concern is to go find any brothel with any species, <laughs> and that's why they're so yeah. powerful. Is because they just travel the world looking for these brothels, and the whole reason yeah. that Angel is with them is because they rescue the Angel, and they make a deal with them to bring them up to heaven to see if there's any brothels in heaven. Like that's the whole reason why the Angel is there. <laughs> Like, that is your plot. That is the plot. And, like... <laughs> yeah. Like, they even tell the angel their plot, where they're, like... Where they're, like, we'll go to any sea, and, like... <laughs> and it shows them, like, swimming down to the depths of the sea, like, naked. And it's just, like, so over the top that it's ridiculous. So <laughs> it's, absurd. like, what's so absurd. I, I love it. I love every second of it. <laughs> it's just so yeah. stupid. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but, but no, I'm with you though. Episode four, when they go into and they actually do the succubuses, you know, they go, like, you know what? Let's take a left turn to this weird district, and they're super cheap because yeah. the succubuses <laughs> pretty much pay everybody to come do them. And you said the orcs finally come in, like they out like trash, because yeah. she's like, it's kind of weird that they only brought three of them with them. Usually, you bring up into people, and the orcs do. But then later on, episode four, you find out, of course, Stunk is part of nobility. You know, as we don't know that, but he's part of nobility, and yeah. so that's you know, are they gonna ever get into it? Probably not. You don't you don't really care about that, but I'm interested because he seems to be overpowered and part of nobility, and you know, you wonder how was that, is that gonna be part of the story later on? It might be. I'm curious. And then episode at the end of episode four, they go in with um, they had that like, Korean barbecue esque on that chick. Oh uh, yeah, like, like, <laughs> is right. that the same I'm saying? Yeah, the Salamander yeah, girl. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like did they, did they place the meat on her nipples and it gets shape of her, and then the guy puts the meat on her uh, vagina and it has the shape of her, her vagina. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's so it's ridiculous. So, oh my, it's so dumb but so funny. Uh, it's just like it makes you sit there and be like, "Well, I hope my ancestors are watching me right now because this is what this is what it's come to is me watching this in my room." <laughs> But, this is peak human. <laughs> yeah, I'm alive at a perfect time to watch this anime, essentially. <laughs> um, but I forgot about that, and the angel is like fire resistant, so she's the only one yeah. that can like have sex with the salamander girl because she's like way yeah. too hot that the elf and human will like burn up essentially. <laughs> yeah. And she gives them and like she gave a, her a nine. Nine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she like visits oh. her in like room f- like before like room five or episode five, right? Oh, <laughs> like yeah. they're like Goes sniffing again. her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but episode four is in my opinion the best out of these three. Like not saying that the other two aren't bad, but episode four is definitely takes the cake. For how funny my favorite it is. one is definitely episode five. I think that was funnier. I think that oh, was so sure. ridiculously stupid that I'm just like, what, what is happening? This is getting to episode five. Yeah, episode five is the fucking Cyclops shit. That shit was so <laughs> stupidly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it. So 
first of all, they, they, they get a request from someone in a hoodie. And they say, go re- review Cyclops, you know? You don't know what's happening, what's it about, whatever. So they get a bunch of money, and they go and do it. They're like, sure, let's go. And, of course, before they go in there, they see this cowgirl with these huge tits. But yeah. he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Stick with the mission, you know, we got to do the request. You know, Stunk being the nobility he is, be a noble man. He's a good man. So they go into the Cyclops station, and he's like, we have the biggest of big here. And the guy was like, yeah, give me the biggest. <laughs> and it turns yeah. out. When they say big day, it means the eyeball size. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good Lord. So oh the, the little halfling, he gets this girl with this humongous eyeball. And he mentions it that it was comically big. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so because her whole face is an eyeball. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's almost no room for the fucking, for the lips and the nose. Yeah. Oh, my God. So ridiculous. So, and then Dunk and the elf, they go for, like, the small, the smallest they have there. But they have big tits. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it works out for them. And it's just so dumb how, like, she's like, all right, you ready to put it in me? And she means eye drops. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, she gets, like, God. eye drops. And then she's like, she's like, can you lick it? And the angel, like, goes up oh, and yeah. licks her eyeball. And she <laughs> basically comes. Yeah, it's, I forgot how crazy episode five was until you mentioned the Cyclops. But it's, it's funny because yeah. all of them give him like seven, except for the halfling, who gives like them a four. zero, or yeah, a four, and then yeah, it's just yeah, it's ridiculous. Like that eye drop spot is so dumb. <laughs> yeah, and then and then later, in, of course, later in the episode, you find that the person that gave him the money was also a cyclops. So apparently, in this world, the cyclops, the bigger your eye, the more everybody wants you because you have higher magic levels or whatever. So the person that paid these people to do a review on the cyclops girl was also a cyclops girl that was very self-conscious about her eyeball. But she's like, I knew it. They're all very honest. So it's kind of a wholesome moment where she, you know, wanted to see like you know that men don't really care about the eyeball size and yeah. you know, stunk in the elk don't. So it's, it's kind of weirdly wholesome right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, then late, later on, of course, we get the the, the mushroom-esque, good lord, orgy uh, thing. You know, they go up and, oh, man, the, the visuals they gave us for the mushrooms were ridiculous. Let's just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. The, yeah. Those visuals are the reason why I would never, you know go to town watching this anime because it's just the visuals in this anime are just too ridiculous to even remotely get off on <laughs> it, you're literally yeah. just watching it because of the craziness of it and yeah <laughs> and the the lady who does the mushroom brothel is the exact same as like the fairy lady who knows like what everyone likes and so she gets to the angel and she has no idea because no one's seen an angel before (laughs) so she just panics and picks like some like i don't even remember what she picks like some smoke one or whatever (laughs) yeah some weird one just like her spores just came out and she's super sensitive so yeah the angel's immune to all that nonsense yeah, it reminds her of uh, heaven because of the clouds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <it> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. She gave him a nine, yeah. too, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The highest score we've seen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was pretty good. I like that. 
that was a good one. It, it was funny. It was funny enough. Like, yeah, you're right. The visuals, like, you know, th this is like the equivalent of how um, the Japanese do tentacles because they don't have to censor anything. Yeah. So they just did mushrooms here. And yeah. It's kind of like, uh, you know, I don't know if you know the backstory of why Japanese animators do a bunch of lowly hentai and lowly porn. It's because they do that because I know back in the day, back in the 70s and the 80s, they banned um, pubic hair. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't have pubic hair? That's right, children. So so back back then, as horrible as it sounded, it was the thing that was easiest to draw. So they did a bunch of lolly hentai back then. That's how that goes about. So, uh -huh. you know, you give it a, it's kind of weird how you... It's so ridiculous, man, but... Yeah. That's that backstory, just for you guys don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get into episode six now. Oh, man. This one this one's, this one's pretty funny, too. Uh, so, like, it starts off with them in the... Whatever, the pub, I guess. And there's yeah. a bunch of... Is that the one with, like, the bunch of dark people? Like, dark entities or whatever? Yes. In, in the second half, though, because the first half is just them in the pub trying to find out where to go next. Oh, and, yes, and then, that's right. It's the Gollum one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So they get or uh, they see a Gollum come into the pub, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the maid, um, the bird, the bird maid tells them to go review a Gollum. <laughs> and so they show up to the Gollum place. And it's basically sex dolls. <laughs> That's all it is. It's like you make your own sex doll. And that build a bitch. Yeah, build a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's basically Ugh. build a bear, but build a bitch. And <laughs> and yeah. so the angel can't make anyone like look cute, but the halfling made the maid like from the pub. <laughs> And so, oh my god! And so everyone makes a maid, <laughs> a golem maid, god for <laughs> for them, and it's and so they do the review, and the maid finds finds out that they all had like their sex dolls of her, <laughs> and she just basically murders them <laughs> inside the <laughs> pub. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. And then that's the same lizard man is like, okay, I learned that was a very good lesson for me today. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. There's some boundaries that shouldn't be crossed. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Then. But yeah, that, that, that was funny because, like, how, uh, yeah, the halfling made her, and then they were like, I'm going to make her, you know, be a little more submissive. One's like, I'm going to make her the opposite. Like, no, you got to make her the exact same to give it that awesome feeling. You know, <laughs> yeah. they have, like, how they're going to, personalities. So that, that was funny. But then uh, the second half does what you mentioned. Uh, they get those dark people, you know. They, they're they on holiday, so they're here visit, visiting, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, the dark essence. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Of the oblivion. Yeah. So, so, the, so these dark essence are basically in this pub, and they're draining <laughs> the, <laughs> the angel of her, like, mana and everything. And so the yeah. elf is like... Okay, well, let's go. I forget what the place is called. Ah, uh, to the light. My yeah. God, I forgot what it was called. Something like that. Yeah, something. Seed for thy light. Seed for thy light. And so she thinks it's a uh, to just go 
like outside and hang out in the sun and stuff. But it's the name of the brothel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, why should have I expected anything more? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And honestly, I don't really know what creatures these were supposed to be. <laughs> like, they're just light beings. Right, yeah. yeah. They didn't really explain that, huh? Yeah. And essentially, they go into this giant tent. And it's just a giant tent. But... <laughs> There's such bright light on their, like, private areas. So, like, their boobs and their, like, genitalia and stuff like that. But the angel is, like, so big (laughs) that everyone... That it's, like, as bright as the sun, as as someone (laughs) says. And it's just so over the top that it's just, like... And she gets, like... Well, she, he, like, gets embarrassed because everyone can see because it's so big, essentially. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it... And then, um... But it's a giant tent, and there's no rooms, and so everyone's doing it out in the open in front of everyone. <laughs> and these customers come in, and they're like... They're like, oh, a group thing, huh? And so, like, one guy offers <laughs> to be part of the group with the angel. And she's like, oh, no! Yeah. He's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like... It's, so she hates it. And so she puts it as zero. <laughs> she's, like, the oh, only yeah. one that hates it. Everyone else puts it as, like, a seven or something. I forget. But, yeah, like a seven. Everybody was okay with it. Except for the half and gave it, like, a four, I think, too. He didn't like being that one in the open. Because everybody just kept calling his penis cute. Yeah, because oh, he's cute. so small. <laughs> he's like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Ha- yeah. It was good. But, yeah, because they, they have... Essentially, it was a play on the the divine light that you see in anime when like people get naked and like the whole light comes down and like censures them oh yeah you know, it, it was like it was a whole parody on that for sure because like oh it doesn't matter where i'm at it always censors my private areas yeah. like, oh that's convenient it's like this whole play on anime being censored so yeah. it's perfection yeah it, it was good it was a good episode it was funny and then well what of course, are, uh, one of my favorite parts is what i had they put up the review and it has, like, the dwarf and the lizard guy. And I forget who the third one is. I, I don't know what the third guy is. But they're all sitting there with all yeah. the dark entities reading, like, the, the review. And they're like, oh, well. They're like, I don't want to do, like, do that or anything like that. And then they look down and there's, like, a lobster guy, a fairy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're like, group sex the best. And they're like, we're going to go try it. <laughs> it's just a different version yeah. of these three guys. They're like... That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. They're just a random lobster. Like, yeah. Not even a humanoid <laughs> yeah. lobster. Like a yeah, straight up lobster. <laughs> it's just like a big lobster that's just standing there. He's like, yeah, group sex the best. <laughs> it's like, let's, what the hell? Do it. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, uh, yeah, that was probably my favorite part was the lobster. It was good. <laughs> just because of how random it is. <laughs> so random. Yeah. And this, this anime is so good that they implemented the amazing light into the ending theme and had a whole new ending theme in this episode. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Did you watch yeah, the, it, it the was... ending? Like, all the way through? Yeah. You did? Yes. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I had to stop and quickly come on because we were running late a little bit. Mm. Nah, nothing crazy. Yeah. And then, like, even the even the episode preview was, uh, you know, has some more of the light beams things happening. 
But yeah, it was just, you know, it was essentially every girl from the past just getting censored, you know, be being lewd, <laughs> but being censored, like the, yeah. the salmon girl, everything. Yeah. The old ladies here, of course, as always. Yeah, naturally. The old lady human. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's so young. She's 80, bro. She's 80. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, this anime, I'm so happy. Like, we're halfway through, and the jokes haven't let up yet. Like, it's just... No. It's just continuously funny. Like, I would have never have thought, like, Cyclopses, <laughs> you know? Like, the big ones, <laughs> they're talking about their... <laughs> and when Aaron, like, when Aaron, they're, like, coming, she's like, I'm dilated! <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, my God, dude. Yeah, oh, um... Forget about that. <laughs> yeah, just... Yeah. Just a genius... Of coming up with half of these jokes <laughs> is worth watching in the first place. <laughs> yeah, like we didn't mention that, but I guess in episode two when he's talking about the the bird girl, he's like parakeet, more like gonna skeet. It's like <laughs> oh, what yeah. the fuck? What, dude? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, these translations. Yeah, but it, it's it's funny. Yeah, you're right. I thought I'd be you know tired of it by now, but no, these jokes have been pretty good. We haven't got a piccolo joke, none of that, but we still got some funny jokes with like the Cyclops and the hood. Yeah, and like you said earlier, it's uh, it's really hard to get off on this. Of course, in in my opinion, in next opinion yeah. too, I guess because it's just so over the top with those. And I know it's gonna. I seen a scene later on that I saw on Reddit. Someone posted it's gonna get crazier with uh, some of these scenes that they you know try to visualize for you. So oh, no. <laughs> get ready for that. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, and like. I, I was thinking about this, but this anime is literally a fusion between Food Wars and Konosuba. That's all the oh, that's all what this anime is. And it's not censored like uh Food Wars. <laughs> it's an uncensored yeah, Food Wars mixed with Konosuba. <laughs> that's what this anime is. So if you like those two anime, I recommend it. <laughs> yes. It's great. Well, I mean, that's it for us, I guess. Can't give it a review yet either, because we're still just halfway in. Mm-hmm. But, you know, essentially we're giving away all the jokes, guys. So hopefully you guys go out and watch it yourselves, then come back and listen to our take on it. That'd be the best way to enjoy this podcast, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's but, a review. I don't know how you review it without spoiling Like, especially for this, this anime. Well, that's right? what I mean, because it's a comedy. You have to yeah. spoil the jokes, essentially. Yeah, so... Yeah, I recommend watching it and then listening to the podcast. Like, I know our friend John, like, he hasn't wa- watched our Demon Slayer review for Mugen Train because he hasn't oh, watched right. the movie yet. So, do what John understandable. does. Yeah. Yes, sir. Or, of course, maybe you don't want to suffer through it and you want to just hear our takes on it and put on my anime list. You watch it on my anime list and get that completionist. There you whatever go. you guys want to do. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's it for us. I mean, anything you want to add to this? Um, no, I think, I think we're pretty good, right? Yeah, I would agree. I mean, we're gonna we'll give you a review later, like we said. We'll give you the full on uh, rating in uh, two episodes here. That's when we'll do the full rating. But for, yeah, for now, that's gonna be it for us, guys. And uh, as always, thank you for listening. Thank you so much for always tuning in to our ridiculous uh, reviews on these <laughs> shows. And hopefully you found some gateway video games and anime that your friends can get into as well. 
And uh, if you have any questions, feedback, anything, email us, please, at thedingypod at gmail.com. That's where you can find us. Um, just email us any question, concern. You know, how can we improve? We're still new, so improvements uh, are for sure in order. We know it is, of course. Just yeah. tell us what we got to do. Yeah, I hopefully as episodes go on, we get better at doing what we're doing in terms of, you know, not being so robotic or just getting better at going back and forth or getting better at not interrupting each other. And that's like uh, some podcasts have that problem, you know, but I, I think we're, we're, we're actually okay at that so far. Yeah. But, I mean, without that, guys, I mean, we appreciate you and uh, y'all take care. Love you.